0: there is the best there was or the best there ever will be you will rest in peace best on the mic featuring your hosts darnell the playmaker Celines, and from sportsway Dre day
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Best on the Mic podcast, episode two. You know me, your host, Daniel, the Playmaker, telling from the Playmaker's blog. Also from the Playmaker's blog, my good buddy, the Bear of Texas, Alex. Alex, is how you doing? I'm doing pretty good,
2: and I'm praying for this virus to literally, literally end in two months. I'm supposed to go on vacation, and I damn it, I want to
1: go. We're <laughs> not going to talk about that for a vacation. Jeez. Um, we're going to leave it just like that
0: No, 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 we ain't going to leave it like that he can on vacation I'm supposed to be taking one in August to go out there And I'm still coming
1: As that, ladies and gentlemen Is Dre Day from Sportsway With Dre Day
0: What's going on, y'all? What's going on? It's episode time, motherfuckers <laughs> I, knew, I knew I was going When I was coming in So, question, guys qu- qu- Question, question, that's what yeah. question I want to ask you, Darnell Yo the whole, the, 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 before we get to the episode, before the whole, um before we get to the episode, when y'all, when y'all handle people that come to Florida, are they quarantining them when they come to Florida?
1: That's what, that's what they was doing.
0: That's what they was doing? Because I know, because yeah. I know, I know now out here, the governor already let it be known if you go to any other hot hotspots, when you come back, you got to quarantine for 14 days.
1: Yeah, Governor Gromo ain't playing. He wasn't playing from day one.
0: Oh, no, no, oh, no. He wasn't playing at all. That's why I fuck with him. But I want to make sure that's not the case going out there. If that's the case, then that feats the purpose of me going out there.
1: Yeah, well, I'm about to tell you, my brother, do your research because uh, I got a retarded. We have a retarded governor right now. That's all I'm going to say on that one.
0: Oh, no, that's a snapple top fact. I already know. But, yeah, let's get into this episode.
1: Let's go I, ahead and get to this. I, 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 yes. Uh the coronavirus. Just won't go away. Causing all kinds of habits. Not causing habits for us because we found a way to deal with it. And that was during this tournament. We already heard the first episode, so we have done the next eight matches. And let me see where what did I leave over? Oh, I gotta go back. Just like last time, we're gonna talk about what happened, what the results were, how we feel about them, and we're gonna keep it moving because basically we have the first half of the second round matches already covered, They're set in stone, and we just don't look forward to them. Sounds good to everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's oh, do yeah. this. All right, so we kicked off with. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Baron Corbin. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been a landslide. I don't know who it was that voted for him, but
1: kudos 60, to him. 65-3 the Texas Riders gave Baron Corbin the, the WrestleMania stunner like he did Scott Hall.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't understand that one. But hey, to each his own. Oh, any comments?
2: I mean, the way it goes, it's simple. Stone Cold stopped a mud hole on Baron Corbin and walked it dry. That's what Stone Cold does. He just kicks ass and drinks beer.
1: I gotta have a petty moment right here, if you don't mind. I'm so happy Corbin got his ass walked in this round. <laughs> Oh, I couldn't keep him out the tournament because he talked too damn much. But well, lucky enough, how the draw went it went Stone Cold. Yeah,
0: you, Thank you, 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 you drew Stone
1: Cold. The oh, that was great. That was great. Anyway, our next matchup was The Undertaker versus Raven. This
0: was
2: pretty. Well, that's, uh, quite interesting, actually, because very I've never I've never actually seen anything that Raven's done. I mean, what, what I know about Raven is that, uh, that incident at ECW, and I need to know, and I need you guys to tell me if you know what I'm talking about. Do you guys remember the, uh, the angle where he hung the Sandman on a crew on a cross and he hung him with barbed wire. Do you guys know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah. I kind of remember that.
2: Yeah. So as far as Raven goes, I've never really seen much of his pose. I know he, well, I mean, I've seen some of them and, and, Raven does cook, grow good promos. He's at good angles. The whole thing with Raven's flock, but with Undertaker, I mean, as far as his promos go, for me, well, there, there was two different kinds. There was one with the American Badass, and then the one with the with the Dead Man. And I think his Dead Man one, his Dead Man once like he always ended it with, "Oh, you, know, you will rest in peace." But, but the way he did it, he really like did it in a mysterious like fit way, and, and and that's how he because it's incorporated to his character, so. It doesn't surprise you that the
0: Undertaker won. No problem. 19, 19 to ten. Yeah, Raven
1: got In,
0: more votes Yeah. yeah. I
1: Nineteen to ten, you know. Hey,
0: Ra- Raven could talk.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, imagine a feud between the Deadman and Raven. That actually would have been great. And if it went, if it was at WrestleMania, that would have been uh, that would have been gold. I mean, imagine that, like. Undertaker has a feud with Raven and his flock. And they're like like trying to recruit Raven's flock is trying to recruit the Undertaker into joining them saying the Undertaker is lost. We can help him. (laughs) But Hmm. but I'm sure Vince just Vince didn't really see that.
1: Hey, it was a good one. (laughs) Moving on, we get uh, we had a first. We had a first, should I say. A first. We had a tie. It was Jeff Jerry versus 17 Dream. And the way this went is it was amazing to me. That was a tie? It, it was a tie. It finished off 30 to 30. And knowing that I know somebody who has written articles and who has done promotion stuff inside small wrestling companies, I reached out to him to for him to break the tie. And he chose the Weber team Dream. Okay. So thirty so with a top 30-30, the tiebreaker went to the Valentine Dream. So the Valerantine Dream is going to the second round over double J. This was this was one of the matches I was really looking forward to. And it went exactly how I thought it would. very close. I didn't think it was going in the tie, but whew. People know that some people know both wrestlers and it was a close one. You know, I, I, don't remember,
2: remember much. I don't remember much about Jeff Jarrett, to be honest. I mean, I just remember, like, in the
1: Attitude era, how he, when he came out to the ring, he always had a guitar in his hand. And sometimes, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> was just, was I was just going to say, think of Elias when you when you think of Elias, think of Jeff Jarrett. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for real. Smashing, smashing people in the head with that shit. Yeah. I mean, wow. I, it's
2: just, I don't remember Jeff Jarrett ever singing, though,
0: but. Me? Maybe
1: he, he did. I think it was in yeah, the, yeah. the if I remember, WCW days.
2: Yeah, okay, Then WCW, yeah, probably. I mean, after that, all I know from Jeff Jarrett is that he, he started uh, what is now Impact Wrestling.
1: Yeah, so that was your tie. That was our first. Then we get to the next match we had. Jesse the Body Ventura versus Taz. <laughs> I ain't not know how this was going to go, to be honest.
2: Okay, well in my case I've never ever ever seen a promo cut by Jesse the Body Ventura. I mean I know that he had the he had that segment show like it, I think it was called the Body Shop or something like that. Yeah. But I've but I've never seen any of his, his segments or angles. I mean I've never I've never even seen him wrestle. I mean he was he wrestled like way before we were born like probably when our parents were still kids.
1: That's why you have YouTube and the WWE network.
2: Yeah, but you know, I've never really had an interest in watching Jesse Ventura anyway. But as far See, as right. Taz, I mean, I mean Taz, like when he was in the Attitude Era, you remember that feud that Taz had with uh, Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross? And I think it, it was a, and then it ended like when Jerry Lawler was wrestling him, and then, and then Jim Ross smashed that jar of candy in, like in Taz's face.
0: <laughs>
2: mm. Yeah that was pretty, it was too comical, but, but Taz's promos, I mean, that that New York, his New York accent really made himself, I mean, I, he was always portrayed as a thug. I mean, his accent really fit in into his, thug, his thug-like character, so.
0: Red hook, red hook. Taz went to my junior, uh, Taz went to my high school. Oh, really? Yeah, Frank McKay Lane. Okay. I mean, he's not only a
2: suplex machine, but, you know, he's really good on the mic.
1: For those of you who are trying to figure out who won, Jesse the Ventura to, took this one by the vote of 14
0: to 8. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. They
1: didn't get that many votes. <laughs> yeah. Now, want like, to, now we, to I mean, what did I think? now we get to some good stuff. We have mm-hmm. Ravishing Rick Rude versus Honky Talk Man. Woo!
2: Okay, now now I, I, I'm i going to say this. I found this one really interesting, be- interesting because Rick Rude and Honky Talk man, are two of the biggest heels in wrestling. But in my opinion, Rick Rude is the second greatest heel ever, right under Roddy Piper. So that's why. And, and Rick Rude, I mean, we all remember Rick Rude's character. Like, you know, he was kind of like the dude, like you know, the, the ladies, man, that would steal your woman, you know, trash talk you. So that, that's Had why
0: Rick Rude. He's on his damn trunks. Up,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I mean, what it's like said, I said, Rick, 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 Rick Rude. Huh? Rick Rude is, the, is the second best villain in history in wrestling
1: history. Go ahead, get in here, Jerry.
0: Nah, I said he'll take your wife and have her face right there on his genital areas on his trunks. Yeah, dude was a savage.
2: And hey, hey, no, he, he was good. He was good at what he did. And what I find interesting is that when he and Piper had that had that feud. Uh, it was, what's interesting is Piper was the face, <laughs> but, but as far as honky talk man goes, I mean, he's also out there, he's, a, he's arguably in the top 10 of, of best heels, but but if I remember correctly, I mean, he did speak on the mic, but when he was paired up with uh, the mouth of the South Jimmy Hart, I mean, Jimmy Hart did most, most of the talking. you know, that, that's Jimmy Hart. Whenever he managed somebody, he
0: did most of the talking.
1: Jimmy Hart had a shot against Paul Heyman, fell short. But one of the one of the ma- one of the interesting matches we were looking forward to. Uh, this one was not close. Thirty four to eleven.
2: I mean, like I said, it's no surprise that Rick Rude wins just like that. Like got most of the votes because it's like I said, Rick Rude is the second greatest heel of all time.
1: What 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 was the thing he used to say a lot? Dre, mm-hmm. do you remember? Who that? Rick Rude. Dang, I can't I remember know. off the
0: top of my head.
1: Because a lot me. of people kept posting it in the in the comment section when they made their vote, and I'm like, yep, I already know how this is going to go. Yeah,
0: I can't I can't even remember off the top of my head what he used to say. Yeah, I can't,
2: but whatever it was, I mean, uh, you remember, you remember when Dolph Ziggler had that show-off uh, persona? I think that show-off persona was a bit of tribute to Rick Rude.
1: No, nah, I would say Velveteen Dream was a tribute to Rick Rude.
0: Alright, maybe. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: This man literally came out on at the takeover and told, and had on his trunks to call me vent.
0: <laughs> I was like, what?
1: Oh look, we got another Russian Rick Root on our heads. Uh, I can't think of the coat. I wanted to say it too. I can't think of it. I know it started with something like you smelly. Something. Ah, uh, I wish I could think of it. Anyway, all right, Dre. It's one of the ones you was waiting on, sir. Hey. Samoa Joe versus Art Anderson.
2: Uh,
0: Joe, 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 Joe.
1: You know, and for a minute. I thought it was going to be R. Anderson. Double A. He started off strong. But it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And Samoa Joe came all the way back in one.
2: Samoa Joe, put,
1: put him in that submission hold. Funny thing get It's surprising me that a lot of people remember R. Anderson's promos. Because it's kind of hard to do promos when you team up with Ric Flair.
0: For real, for real. Rick an old boy, y'all.
2: But it's not only that, Darnell. It's, it's like it's because you know, a, a lot of wrestling fans that are you know they are giving their votes. Ninety percent of them were not watching wrestling when uh, when the Four Horsemen were, at, were were at the top of their game. Like when the Four Horsemen were at the peak of wrestling, none of us were like I wasn't watching. I sure as hell wasn't because this is way before I was born. And ninety percent of the fans, you know, around our age. I mean, yeah, they. They didn't watch Ric Flair, you know, the, in the NWA Jim Crockett Promotions. This is like way before our time, so that, that's why most fans will go with Smoa Joe. And in my case, I do remember some of the promos that Smoa Joe cut when he was with the, when he was with Impact, especially like around two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand seven, when he had that when uh, had that feud with Kurt Angle and AJ, I think it was AJ Styles as well. I mean, I would sometimes tune in and watch Impact Wrestling because I was bored, but I would remember when Samoa Joe had that undefeated streak and he would have done those fact, basic
1: promos. You, you can stop right there. You brought up AJ Styles. Him and him and Samoa Joe by themselves was terrific in promos. Like, Samoa Joe went all out against AJ on promos. Samoa Joe. That's what I'm not. That's what I'm. I didn't care who won because you could've you could have win either way in this one. You could have won double A, you could have win Samoa Joe. But the people have spoken. 14 to 10, Samoa Joe is moving on. Yeah. This one that I was interested in because when I thought about it, I'm like, I don't know how this is gonna go. I really don't. One, one of the few few matches that I literally said, he was like, I got to see how this goes, because I, I really don't know. Greg Valentine versus Bubba slash Billy Ray Dugley <laughs> I don't even know what to say in this situation.
2: I really don't.
1: I mean, Bully Ray took it. I mean, twenty twenty two to 5. Mm. This is, man, we're talking Greg Valentine. we talking about he had a rivalry with Hulk Hogan. Maybe that's where the five boats came in. Don't go to them. Aeros, he, was one of them he, he was one of them top heels, too. Apparently, that's right. not good enough. And then we get to the final one. The nature boy with flair. Woo! <laughs> Woo! We're up against
2: Silent Profile,
1: Ron Simmons, A.K.A. Farouk.
2: Damn! Damn! <laughs> I I could not help it. I, I had to do that. I mean, when I think of Ron Simmons, that's usually what comes to mind. are gonna do it anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do it. But, if uh, you going do it, I was going to do it. I mean, when Farouk... No. Now, Farouk,
2: the promos I remember was uh, when he first started, he was known as Farouk Assad, and then, and then surely he formed uh, the Nation of Domination. And when, when he was the leader, I mean, those were like the promos he were cutting, Because but when it was with the APA, I don't remember him actually cutting a promo in the ring. I just remember he and Bradshaw playing cards and drinking beer backstage.
1: <laughs> I mean, hey, it's the nature, of boy, man. I know some people probably looking at me like, "Why you put Warren Simmons against Rick?" But look,
0: yeah, you yeah, you you basically set him up for the failure. Look. Like you, like you pretty much made him a last seat on purpose. <laughs> Somebody had to go against Rickford.
1: It's not easy putting these matchups together. Somebody had to go against Ric Flair.
2: Exactly.
1: But I will say you this, and Dre, you might laugh. The final tally was thirty-six to four. How many wow. letters I interrupt? Oh, How many letters I so interrupt? Inter- damn! <laughs> well, people actually went with him. You know why? Because of what you said. Someone I said his name. Oh, damn! <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Which is yeah. ironic because there's four letters in that word, and he only got four votes. It's crazy. <laughs> he got he got a vote for every letter in that word.
2: Damn. <laughs> now, I gotta ask you fellas, do you guys remember that feud that Ric Flair had in 2006 with Mick Foley, when when they, when when they would both cut these promos, like literally attacking each other based on real life events. Do you guys remember that
0: feud? Who oh, say it again?
2: Well, you guys, do you guys remember that feud in the summer of 2006 when when Rick Flair and Mick Foley had a feud that was based off real life heat between the two in the past?
0: Mm, I think at that time I wasn't watching wrestling. Okay, because Ric Rick Flair. It was in 2006. Rick Flair
2: would like cut the promos like he would like literally insult Mick Foley's career by saying, you know, you know. You fall off a cage and you're great. You're not. You're not a. You're not a. Le- you're not a wrestling legend. You're a glorified stuntman. Like. I mean. Oh, I, mean, I,
1: mean I mean. That's a, that's why I, 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 I think of it. I Mick remember it right now. Players. I remember it now. You call yourself a legend? What? You get thrown off <laughs> the cage and you call yourself a legend? You're not a glorified stuntman.
0: <laughs>
2: and then and then Mick Foley would respond by saying. Nobody remembers Ric Flair's prime. Like, he, Mick Foley, they cut a promo saying, no one reme- no one cares about you and Steamboat in the first arcade or you and Terry Funk in that I Quit match in 89. Like, Mick Foley would shoot back and say, "Yeah, hey, your prime years,
0: no one, everyone's too young to remember. No one cares. So like, you are, you're, so you're going to make me want to watch this now. Once we're done with this, you're going to make me want to watch that. I mean, it, they're, they're, they're really good promos, and, I mean,
2: sometimes I would think, like, did, were they actually shooting on each other or did they actually work together? Did they had their differences aside and they agreed to do this just, you know, for the fans, but, but, but Ric Flair cutting those promos literally insulting McFoley's career, like saying, you, you bled, you know, you, you fall off your cage, your ear, like, you tell McFoley I don't care about your ear being ripped off, you're not a legend, you're a glorified man."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Goddamn Ric, God Ric Flair, man.
2: I mean, th- those guys had real life, legitimate, le- legitimate heat. You know, especially, especially because we learned yeah. that in that feud yeah.
1: that, that it, it yeah. don't matter who Ric Flair had a feud with, he was gonna laugh regardless yeah, he because he never turned it down. <laughs> I
2: mean, that's Ric Flair. Ric Flair took promos very seriously. I mean. When you're, I mean, the fame, the legacy he has. I mean, it's part of his character to cut those promos in a very serious way. I mean, that's Ric Flair for you.
1: And we all know the famous one. I'm allowed Dre to do the famous, the famous Ric Flair promo.
0: Everybody loves it. Which one? Which, which, a- which, which one? There's so many of
1: them. I mean, the
0: extra famous one.
1: Oh, they oh got famous that NFL players doing? I'm like.
0: You're talking to the Rolex wearing diamond ring wearing kids stealing wheeling, dealing son of a gun. Yeah, yeah. Limousine riding, jet flying, woo! Now a promo I remember very well
2: was it was in 2005. After Triple H attacked Ric Flair with a sledgehammer, and then three weeks three weeks later, Ric Flair came back and like. Told like how Triple H said, you know, it was time for Flair to retire. Then Flair's like, like takes us a little bit in his past. Like he mentions the plane crash in '75. Then he broke his back, and and he he literally goes like, "They said Ric Flair would never wrestle again." Six months later, I was standing in this ring, wearing gold. And then he goes like, "1981," and then he mentions like how uh, like he was hit by like lightning hit him and then bounced off, and then. Killed a guy that was standing right next to him. And Rick Flair goes like, "It killed the guy standing three feet from me, dead right in the eye, dead." And then he's like, "You think I'm afraid of you, Triple H? I mean, that, I mean, I mean, Rick Flair really like. <laughs> my, my my friend would call that just old man old man rage, <laughs> especially you know Rick Flair being that tough. You know, a young uh, somebody tells him it's time to retire. It's like telling an old man you got to retire, and, and, and it pisses him off. But that promo, I mean, that promo. Rick Ric Flair ripped off the bandage from his head, like, and and, and and remember how his if you remember that promo, his face bled,
1: like he, he uh, bled he all over. He did that on purpose too. I remember that. You listen to me, you prick. You say this. <laughs> I'm the Nature Boy. You want to beat the man? You gotta beat the man. Woo! <laughs> Rick uh, Flair, uh, Rick Flair, Rick Flair. Ric Flair, Ric Flair. Ric Flair, Ric Flair. Alright, so that was the eight matches there. I'm gonna recap them real quickly. Stone Cold Steve Austin stunts Barry Corbin up the first round.
0: Oh hell yeah.
1: Unfortunately, Raven had to rest in peace to the Undertaker. Oh it's no surprise. The Velveteen, the Velveteen Dream in a tiebreaker took down double J Jeff Jarrett. The body, Jesse Vantola. Took down New York's finest and Taz. Ravishing Rick Rude over Honky Tom, man. What more do you want me to say this? The first part of his name is Ravishing. That was his, Samoa. That's his legacy. Samoa Joe took down Double A Art right. Anderson in a very close contest. Bully Ray Dekley over Grace by the time. Damn, the Nature Boy took down Ron Sings. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Um, uh, any any surprises so far? Nah. No, no. I mean, the only the only
2: surprises is that Baron Corbin managed to get a couple more than one vote. I mean, I knew that he was going to get at least one, but he got more than one. And the same thing goes for Ron Simmons. But but I love how you mentioned it. it's so ironic. Ron Simmons gets four votes, and it spells the word he's very famous for saying. <laughs> <Okay>. <coughs> <coughs> You know, I appreciate Ron Simmons. I mean, he, you know, Bradshaw, APA, it was gold. I loved what they did. One day I'm going to personally thank them both for that because it was just, it was great to watch. All they had to do was sit backstage, play cards, and drink beer, but that was the way to entertain the fans.
1: And beat people up.
2: Yeah, and beat people up, yeah.
1: So.
2: Sometimes I wish the APA had never split.
1: Uh, all good things must come to an end. So that means, and- fellas, we have eight. More matches to go in the first round before we can dive into the second round. And if you if you seen your email, you notice I kind of say the best eight matches for last. Oh yeah,
0: this oh yeah, this last this last part is gonna be classic.
1: So, but you know, before I get to that, here's here's what we have so far. Going into the second round. We have the Nature Boy Ric Flair, Mick Foley, The Undertaker, Vince McK- Kennedy McMahon, Bobby the Brain Heaton, Roddy Roddy Piper, Dusty Rose, Bully Ray Dagley, CM Punk, Bray Wright, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Jake the Snake Roberts, Hollywood Hogan, Rubber Team Dream, Jerry the King Lawler, Paul Heyman, Samoa Joe, Macho Man, Randy Savage, The Rock. Jesse the Buddy Ventura, Jim Crockett, John Cena, the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase, Ravish and Rick Rule. And there are eight spots left. And with the eight spots that are remaining, we have, just a look at it, we still haven't gotten to Triple H and Kevin Owens. We still haven't gotten to a Boogie T and Kurt Angle. We haven't gotten to the mid, the Miz and Edge. Hmm. We haven't gotten to Chris Jericho and Johnny Gargano.
2: Oh boy, oh boy.
1: As you can see, we have some great matches coming up. And by the way, to kick off the third set of this, which will be on Monday, because we're gonna lie, y'all to enjoy y'all fourth of July, because I want y'all to have your fun fourth of July. Kicking it off on Monday. Cause I hope y'all be ready. It will be the great one, Eddie Guerrero versus
0: mm-hmm.
1: Razor, Ramon, slash Ooh. Scott Hall. That's leading Ooh. off? That's what, that yeah, would be I leading like off part, well, leading off part three. Well, <laughs> <laughs> don't be surprised if, if Eddie cheats.
2: Don't be surprised. If Eddie steals the win, don't be surprised. That's
1: Eddie. <laughs> I lie, I, cheat, I steal.
2: I mean, when Eddie, when Eddie one. died, guys, I was crying. I'm
1: not even kidding. When Eddie died, I was crying. As the guy said, the tournament is going smoothly as as predicted. No big upsets to go go about. So, uh, any anything y'all want to y'all want to say? Can't wait for the third. Can't wait for part
2: three. Oh, I am so excited for part three, and I that can't
0: wait be- to see. the on the next matches, the trilogy, the trilogy, the trilogy might be the best one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait for round two. I'm just gonna say that I can't wait for round two because round two, oh my god, round two's gonna be heat. Round two gonna be nothing but heat. I guarantee you that. I mean, hey, this is what it's
2: about. It's about heat. It's about excitement. It's literally. Stepping in
1: the ring and sing a fight. Well, so. all right. With that being said, uh, Dre, anything coming up on your side of uh, on your side there, buddy?
0: Oh, uh, but right now I'm on a little high haters from the podcast right now. I'm doing my little IG live segments that I do called the Interview Deck. Um, on my days off of work, I take a fellow podcaster and we have a little fun on the Interview Deck where I have a little fun with some cards that I got um, brought to you by Poddex, who's actually sponsoring the podcast. So, you know, I have a little fun with that. A little Q&A segment that I do for an hour. And then I also, you know, in the next hour do a little top five thing and just have some fun with it. So that's pretty much what I got on the table right now. But the podcast, I'm going to get back into it. I'm going to get back into the realms of it in in another few weeks. But right now I'm just enjoying the IG lives right now that I do.
1: Unfortunately people already had did two of them, two of those IG lives with him already.
0: Yeah, man.
1: I already did two of them, so
0: <laughs> might, he might have to get out of this next time. Oh no, oh no, we could definitely do it. We, de- we could definitely do it again. We, we we could definitely do that shit again. That ain't a problem.
1: Bear man, what you got coming? I, already, I know well, what you got coming, but tell the people what you got coming.
0: Well, like
2: I said, Chris Rex and I are coming back. Chris is still, you know, he's getting ready. Chris and I, are going to bring back our little dark side of the podcast segment. And soon our project is going to be, we're going to be talking about matches. We're going to be talking about wrestling in general. Folks, be prepared. And on a personal note, the Bear of Texas podcast, which is on hiatus, is coming back in the fall for some football talk and for some soccer talk and hell, for some even random talk, okay? So y'all be excited because excitement is coming So be prepared, folks. Be prepared to hear the truth, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth.
1: All right. And then the Playmakers. Let's see. what We got a lot going on with the Playmakers. Matter of fact, uh, let me go ahead and start off by saying we have another online shop, and it's better than the first one.
2: Oh, a hell of a lot better, I might
1: add. More merchandise, more styles, even Dre's seen the website, and Dre loves the website, so, I mean, I just got to get Dre to get a shirt. That's the only thing I got to do right now.
0: <laughs> well, I'll get your shirt, and when I get mine, you can get one of mine. Or, I
1: already know, because I already seen what you got working on, in the. what else is coming from the playmaker? Uh. Uh, we're getting, we're getting closer and closer to uh, start to the restart of the NBA season. So it sounds like uh I might be podcasting again, talking NBA, and Alice will be joining me. Mm. Yeah, and here's a little
2: preview. I gotta ask you, Darnell, uh, what are uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, do you think Orlando has a chance of, of getting getting into the playoffs?
1: They better in they damn backyard.
2: I mean, based on the research, based on the piece that I wrote, folks, if y'all haven't read it, y'all should read it. It's come down, it's like it's the Wizards, the Magic, and the Nets. And I think the Magic have the best chance because there's two spots left in the Eastern Conference. So I think the magic I think the magic is gonna get is gonna take care of business. I think
0: I mean, the, net,
1: take, is the Nets. It's better days. take care of business. And that's I mean,
0: a dud. we like, I mean, gotta
2: worry about that. I mean oh, my yeah. Mavericks are still in the playoffs, and I'm hoping that they get in the playoffs. I want my boy yeah. Luca to actually go in the
1: playoffs and start doing some Luca magic. Yeah, minor fact I believe. Alice, did you did you write an article on the Brooklyn Nets? Yeah.
2: You didn't see it? It got published so, yesterday morning. So
1: That's he cool. has a, he has written no, an article cool. on the Brooklyn Nets. Whatever you
0: to, said, they deserve to,
1: it. To to tell y'all that what's going on with Brooklyn, doesn't that look good up in Brooklyn?
2: Well, DeAndre Jordan and um what his name? Whittity, if, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. They both they both tested they both tested positive for corona. Uh, DeAndre announced on Twitter that he will not be going to Orlando. As far as uh, the other, okay, I'm going to call him W because I can't pronounce his name. He has not said anything yet, but since he, he even if he tests positive, even if he's feeling better two days from now, I think as a precaution he, they're not going to let him go. I mean, Kyrie Irving is still recovering from shoulder surgery. Kevin Durant, even though he's probably feeling well, he ruled himself out for the season anyway. And uh, there's no one left. I mean, this this other player, I think with Wilson, uh, he says he's not going because he wants to, he's opting to stay home with his family. So, I mean, in the Brook, I mean, in, in, in the Nets' case, I mean, there's really nothing to say. I mean, if they go down, I mean, I wrote like, I wrote this my article. If they go down, they might as well go down swinging. I mean. I mean, because you know, because <laughs> I put a I put a video on that article. with Stephen A. Smith saying? He does not feel bad for the teams that didn't qualify. Okay, well, okay, well, my well, it wasn't that. It wasn't that for that article, but I did do that in the in my NBA format piece. But but Brooklyn still playing some basketball, so you know, eight games make those eight ga- make those eight, eight games count. I mean, even if you don't make the playoffs, have a little bit of pride. I mean, get out of you know go you know finish the season with your head up at least.
1: So, uh, look, well, man, as we'll get on that NBA talk. So, uh, I have a, I be having a solo podcast if the NFL season starts, called Ramley Talk. And I do when I talk about the LA Rams, I'm still going to talk. mine if I'm gonna be honest, Dre? I Dre, I'm gonna take your strategy and I'm gonna apply it to my podcast. Oh, and
2: speaking of the LA Rams, folks. Darnell is going to be my first guest on Cowboys Talk with the Bear of Texas. So get ready for that because Darnell and I are
1: going to be be each other's first guests. Because it's like, what's the use? God damn it, Sunday night football, that damn Dallas coming to LA.
2: And Mm. how ironic it is, folks, that I'm going to be in Los Angeles during the time with my friend.
1: So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But other than Uh, that. I'm still working out the format. I think I'm gonna take some from Dre because I like the way Dre did his. I'm gonna talk about my team and do some NFL picks and stuff like that. Appreciate that, I think, man.
0: Appreciate
1: that. I think I think that'll work for me. Uh, I will post the link of the shop in the show notes because y'all need to go check the mug out because we got a lot of stuff. You can get your face mask. You can get a T-shirt. You can man. You can actually get a polo shirt if you want to. That's what get we got going maker, on. Ski, and anything else, uh, there's a new show being worked on that I will be a part of, uh, going around about what's going on with the coronavirus and racial oppression throughout this nation. Uh, we still working out the details, but when that goes live, I will let y'all know. And more importantly, it's 4th of July weekend, which means I'm doing two shows of Frass Friday.
2: and
1: can for the free tomorrow. As usual for the 531, you better catch us on live on speaker 5 30 to 7.30 And then on the 4th, the 4th, special start time at 3 p.m. And by the way, no boundaries, meaning all types of music, no matter what year, what genre, will be played for the fourth. So me and Ricky are going in. So check us out on speaker. I'll put that link of the, of the Pipe Bond Radio in the show notes as well. So you have to shop, and you have Pipe Bond Radio links into the, in the show notes. So y'all check both out. Y'all party with us on the fourth because we're gonna have some fun. So, any final words, guys?
0: Everybody out there, stay safe. Be safe. God bless. That's it. Y'all, please, I know it sucks
2: wearing a mask, but please wear a mask. I want this thing to end. I'm, 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 I've already gone insane. Just wear a mask, y'all. I know it sucks, but just do it. Do it for the safety of you, of yourself, and everybody around you. Go oh, Please wash your hands often. I don't know why people have to be told that because of a virus.
1: Well, wear a mask. Just do your research. Take, your, take the necessary precaution that you need to take. Rare and mask and all that other good stuff. Wash your hands. As for the Bear of Texas Alacazard sports with Rick Day. Going to play making fly down there. We'll talk to y'all in about two weeks. Peace and love.
2: Y'all be safe. Still-